The Small Queendom Podcast, Episode 6. Hello and welcome back and happy Monday for those that are listening on release day. There's a reason why I release my episodes on Mondays and that's to give you a little extra support as you get going in your week. Today's interview features my friend Kelly Reichardt. Kelly is a leading lady in the movement for safe cosmetics and I think you will quickly see why she is making such waves in the space. She is well versed, she's poised, and she's eloquent on the topic. I hope you'll find the link in the show notes for her community, Wildly Free, where she provides safe swaps for common personal care products and cosmetics that are less than ideal and contain known harmful ingredients. Quickly before we get to the interview, I want to remind you that if you take a screenshot of the podcast on your phone and upload it to your Instagram stories, be sure to tag me at Small Queendom and you will be entered to win July's goodie bag and I'll go ahead and let you know that something from Kelly's site is going to be in this goodie bag, so I hope you win. I think you're going to fall in love with Kelly, just like I have. In this interview, we jam on more than just safe cosmetics in the world of labels and ingredients. We get on to some more important stuff, like vulnerability and personal development. She is the kind of woman I want to be around. She's smart and kind, savvy and beautiful. She is doing important work for women and the greater community, and at the same time, is a wonderful mother. So here's my chat with Kelly. Hey, Kelly. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so excited to be able to chat with you and just be able to introduce you to all of my listeners. We've known each other, I guess, for about a year. I think I was invited to one of your crunchy online events. And it was just really awesome to meet you because I felt like we had a lot in common. Um, Do you want to just go ahead and take a second to share with the listeners who you are, where you are and what you're about? Sure. First of all, thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here. I love what you are doing with your podcast. I think it's so awesome. So thank you for having me. Um, So let's see a little bit about me. I'm, you know, I'm a Midwest girl live in Minnesota, um, was, you know, raised by a middle-class family, sometimes a lower middle-class, you know, at times, um, my, my dad was a truck driver. My mom stayed home with us and raised us. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, which I think was pretty normal back then. A lot of times mom stayed home more. Mm -hmm. And so you had that, you know, we didn't have as much growing up. Right. Mm -hmm. But our mom was there. So that was something that was super important for me. I wanted to be able to be home with my kids, Mm -hmm. right? Yes. Um, So that's a little bit about kind of my background. I didn't go to college. A lot of people are surprised by that. Yeah. Um, There was a couple of things that um, helped me with that decision or steered me from college. One was that I had to pay for it all myself, right? My parents couldn't afford to Mm -hmm. pay for my college. um, So I had to do that. Also, I'm a bit of a free spirit. So I just, the thought of creating so much debt to then work a job that was probably going to be a nine to five did not sound appealing to me at all. 
Um, you know, I didn't know what I was going to do, but I knew that that just didn't sound good to me. Um, and so I, I went you. to work. Yeah, I went to work and um, just got a job while I tried to figure it out. Um, and then I met my husband and got married two years later, had our first child. And, um, you know, the rest is history with that. Um, so, yeah, that's a little bit about my background. Um, and that's kind of led me to where I am, you know. Cool. So, and what are you doing yeah. right now? So right now I am a safe beauty and wellness advocate with a toxin-free luxury makeup and personal care company. Um, I also run an online wellness community, which I love, called Wildly Free. It's awesome. Um, yes. Yeah, so it's a place that we, you know, try to provide resources and tools for women to kind of just help to demystify the whole, you know, area of trying to find things that are truly safe for them so that they can make the best decisions for themselves, for um, their families. And so that's kind of what that's about. I love that, Kelly. You know, just listening to you tell a little bit more of your background, I was like, oh, we have more in common. I was actually born and raised in Michigan. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. Yes. Awesome. Mm -hmm. I'm a, I'm a little, uh, small town, Michigan girl myself. And um, I love Michigan. I love it. It's so beautiful there. Yes. And my mother stayed home with us as well. So I really resonated with a lot of things you said there. Yeah. So exactly like I just said, we have a lot of things in common. We have that passion for um, natural, safe, that crunchy living, pun intended. Um, And I think it's, I think it's a beautiful pendulum that society is starting to swing just more of that awareness. I know for me, I kind of turned to natural living and the idea of like, what am I putting on my body? What am I putting in my body when I was pregnant with my daughter? So, you know, this has only been almost six years at this point, so not too long. Um, But when did that path kind of turn for you to begin um, questioning what was going on and in turning towards safer options? You know, I think my very first kind of moment where I kind of paid a little bit more attention you know, just those first couple steps, honestly, was um, growing up, one of my dear friends, a very, very close friend, her um, brother was going through chiropractic school. And so I was starting to hear a little bit of different things that I, you know, would hear from just conversations, just being around them. And um, it kind of piqued my curiosity a little bit. And so I started looking at some different things. But, you know, it didn't really, really resonate with me until I was pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, I started looking a little bit more at things, you know, just little things because you guys, again, I <laughs> was, you know, raised back when it was macaroni and cheese and Kool-Aid, you know, like, that's oh, me too. Just, yeah, that's just what was normal. And bless my parents' heart. They, you know, they didn't know anything different. Um, and they did their best and, you know, they, that's just how it was back then. Right. So it was little baby steps. So it was just taking those tiny little steps. So maybe I was looking at some more, um, of the foods that I was eating, um, looking more at alternative, um, you know, wellness as far as chiropractic care and things like that. So taking those little steps, um, looking at, you know, the chemicals and things that were in our home for cleaning and all of that. So taking Mm -hmm. those little steps, one step at a time, but it didn't really, really, really hit me until I was, until my youngest, just a little after my youngest was born. Um, and I have three children, by the way. Um, but just a little after my youngest was born, I was diagnosed with melanoma skin cancer. And that's Mm. where it really came up and smacked me right in the face. It was like, wait a minute. Yeah. You need to look at what's, what's going on around you. So I started to, you know, dive in a little bit deeper. Um, so that's kind of where my, my 
pivotal moment mm-hmm. was where it's like, okay, now we need to really check because listen, I am not naturally a super guru, like ingredient junkie who loves to research. That is not my natural place. Like, mm-hmm. like I don't find a ton of joy there. Um, but I knew I needed to start learning and, um, start looking at things for myself. Wow. Yes. Yeah. That definitely is a big turning moment to be like, wow, how, you know, how have we, how have I gotten here? How has my health turned to this place? That's a big wake up call. Um, yeah, I would describe myself as like a not hippie hippie, you know, like some people be like, if they, if they saw everything that I maybe did or thought on a piece of paper, they'd be like, Oh, Leah is such a hippie, but yet I don't think I look that part, you know? So I I'm, I'm with you. I don't enjoy, you know, doing a ton of scientific research, but sometimes you find yourself there out of necessity. Yeah, I agree. And I think too, it's a, it's a process, right? Like mm-hmm. you get a little, little nugget here, you get a little nugget there and you know, you start to just kind of dive in a little bit more because you're shocked at what you're finding. Right. So you yes. kind of want to see what else, you know, is happening that you're unaware of. And I also feel like the thing that's really kind of um, allowed me to really open up a place for women to kind of just learn is that I love to share. So when mm-hmm. I get the information and the knowledge, I love to share that with other people. That's where that's more of my natural joy is just sharing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, that's, that's kind of how that all. You do a really good job at that too, because I think that it can be a little bit of a touchy subject when you say, or anyone says, Hey, all deodorant, that is on the shelves of the store is actually really bad for us. We might want to look at something else. Like some people can get really defensive at hearing that kind of nudge. And I don't think that anyone's trying to be like, you're so wrong and you're stupid. No one's saying that, but I feel like sometimes people can feel defensive and, and, and do that way. So I, in your community, I found that it's, you do it in a really gentle and kind and like, and, um, really warm way that is easy for people to say, Oh, okay. I might look at that and do a switch. Um, yeah, so- and I think too, because that's, you know, I remember my own journey mm-hmm. and I'm, and I'm still on the journey. I am not perfect by any means. I'm still, oh, yeah. you know, working to, you know, try to better myself every day and, and looking at things, but, um, it's just, you know, remembering that journey and that process for me and knowing what it was like and how overwhelming it was. And, um, you know, so I think that's part of that. Absolutely. Those little steps. All right. So let's, since we're on this topic, let's go ahead and turn and talk about the craziness of ingredients and labeling. And, you know, you are doing a great job of bringing awareness and everything, but for folks that feel just kind of in the dark about the battle that we face, that we can't just walk into a store and pick up a random personal care product and use it with safety, you know, because of the ingredients, you know, like how does, how does someone just start to approach that, you know, like kind of walk someone who might be brand new to the idea of, wow, you mean my shampoo could be causing a lot of health problems and hormonal issues for me? Like kind of walk us through that a little bit. Okay. Yeah. You know, I think, um, just to kind of go back just a little bit, you know, when you talked about, you know, thinking that things are safe on the shelf. And I think that's the biggest problem right now in this industry. It's, it's a huge problem. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we assume that, um, those products and those ingredients that are in those products have been tested for their safety before they're put on the shelves. When the truth is 
the personal care industry is one of the least um, regulated industries in the U.S. Mm-hmm. And, you know, less than 20% of the things that are in those products are even being tested for their safety. So that's a big chunk of those ingredients that are not being tested. And in fact, you know, there's a loophole in the system as well, where they don't even have to label all the ingredients that are in that product. They can put hundreds and hide those underneath one specific ingredient, which is fragrance. Um, Yes. You know, so, and I was there too. I assumed that the things that were on the shelf were safe. Another thing that um, is really hard for people especially nowadays, because the industry knows that more that we're having a shift in the market, right? Mm-hmm. They know we're having a shift in the market yet, you know, terms like, um, natural and organic, those mm-hmm. are, there's no uh, legal definition of those in the space of cosmetics. And so, you know, those labels, they have fantastic marketing. So they mm-hmm. put that, they slap it on the front of their um, product. They'll put so, a leaf on the label. So it looks yes, green, nice mm-hmm. and green and organic looking, right? Earthy. <laughs> and so, yeah, so we, you know, grab that and um, we think that it's safe. And the reality is it's loaded with terrible ingredients that, you know, are carcinogenic and, um, mm-hmm. you know, neurotoxins and reproductive toxins, and they're wreaking havoc on our body. And, and, and we're, people are just unaware of it because we assume that we are being protected and we're not. So that's, you know, really just understanding that is probably the very first step is, mm-hmm. is knowing that knowledge that those, that industry is just, there's, it's such, you know, it's the least regulated. So that's the first thing. What would you say um, the what would you say the next step is? So the next step, I think, is you know utilizing resources. So mm-hmm. utilizing things like um, the Think Dirty app. That's a great mm-hmm. place to start. Um, I think you know getting familiar with a couple of key um, ingredients that are more of that that are kind of hidden in those tricky um, products that mm-hmm. are you know that have that tricky marketing is huge. So looking for fragrance, that's a huge one. It and is easy for people to spot. Mm-hmm. Um, things like phenoxyethanol, that's another one that's used. Um, and, th- and this is actually, there's a term for this when companies do this, it's, it's called greenwashing. And, mm-hmm. um, it's basically, you know, tricking them with marketing and yet they still have those hidden toxins in them. And phenoxyethanol is a huge one in, um, the, the green kind of in that space. So that's another one that is good to look at. Um, but fragrance, honestly, in synthetic colors and mm-hmm. synthetic, um, yeah, fragrances and things like that. So getting familiar with some of those key things, parabens, obviously, is a big mm-hmm. one. Um, but utilizing resources. So again, the Think Dirty app is a great one. Um, EWG is a great one. Mm-hmm. They are going to, you know, you can actually scan the product and it's going to show you what it's rated from one to 10. Um, and that's really a really helpful tool when you're kind of trying to figure it all out. Ooh, those were really good tips. Thank you, Kelly. And I will put those apps that you just mentioned and those two key ingredients to really be on the lookout in the show notes for our listeners. People really have become more aware of this in the past few years. And I think that the beauty of the market is that it is starting to demand cleaner options. Have you found that as well? I mean, the fact that I met you because you're part of a company that's doing a really great job in this space is, you know, is a revelation of that. 
And I think that it is getting, um, I think that there are several like little companies popping up here and there and then bigger companies doing better, you know, makeup and things. So it's getting a little bit easier. So some companies now are even saying no SLS, no phylates, no parabens. So that's good. So then for me, I turn it over and I look for fragrance. Yes, there's still some of those tricky things in there. So that's a great point. Yeah. And I think too that, you know, it can feel overwhelming, but I think that it's important just to make a small change, like you said. So the next time you need to buy that lip gloss, buy the different lip gloss. The next time you need to buy that shampoo, buy the different shampoo, you know, buy the better shampoo. You know, those little decisions, those purchases really add up. And I think that it's just important to realize that this is part of the world that we live in. You know, look at the friends and family that you know, um, and, and consider the health issues that they are dealing with. You know, it seems like hormonal issues with women and reproductive issues are just rampant, you know, hormonal, um, imbalances and thyroid issues and adrenals. And, you know, our body cannot keep up with all of the detoxification. I mean, not to completely, you know, derail us, but I was doing some research on the textile industry And I learned that in textiles, that some fabric can be up to 25% chemicals. And I was astounded by that. So, you know, just these little changes that we can make to make a real big difference. Yeah. And I think, you know, a lot of times we don't think about those things and and we don't think about, um, you know, feminine hygiene. I think that's another big one that's really Mm, shocking. Okay. Let's go there. Let's go there. (laughs) Yeah, I think, you know, that's, that was, that's been something that's always been very, um, uh, it's a hot topic inside my wellness community, because it Mm -hmm. is a safe space that people can really have those open conversations Mm -hmm. and really share with each other to really help each other make those decisions and, and, you know, choose healthier options. But, you know, the things that we're using for, you know, feminine hygiene are just full of toxins, and they're being placed in those very delicate areas Mm -hmm. that are so highly absorbent. Um, And so that's a huge you know, if, if people can make some shifts there, um, that's a very big one. And, and deodorant too. Deodorant is the number one that I tell people to, mm-hmm, to swap mm-hmm. out, um, you know, and that's another reason why I love the community because it's so full of amazing and smart and brilliant women who come in and they share mm-hmm. the things they picked up along the way. And we've been able to create some resources that really give some good, um, options as far as those little safe swaps. Um, so yeah, but personal hygiene is, is one that often doesn't get talked about. You're so right about those, you know, the, the safe hygiene products, because if you think about like a cotton tampon, you know, cotton is laden with pesticides and pesticides are made to either kill the reproductive system of the bug. So they don't reproduce or the neurological system to kill the bug. So, I mean, it's kind of graphic, but, you know, that's so ironic that then we are using something that has that residue in the very tender spots of our body, you know? So, yes, Yes, just a little bit of awareness. So that's a little heavy there. (laughs) Okay, so correct me if I'm wrong. You were part of a different company before Crunchy. Is that right? Yes, that is right. Yep, I was. Uh Yes, and you kind of had an established presence there. I did. I, I built a, a good size business there. Um, and it was kind of my first experience into this 
the space of direct sales or multi-level marketing, um, you know, and it was a great experience. And we also educated in that space as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, I have to admit when I first met you, I learned that little tidbit about you. And then, um, you know, we don't have to be modest here. I'm just going to toot your horn. You are rocking it and crunchy. Like you are what at near the top of the company, right? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. I'm not quite at the top, but I'm doing pretty darn good. Yes. She's being modest, Thank folks. You. <laughs> okay, so one of the things that really made me pause is say, wow, sister has some guts. Because I think it just takes guts to like reevaluate, hey, what am I doing? Is this aligning with where I want to go? And then saying, you know, I think I need to take a shift. And that can look so different for so many women. You know, it can look like, you know, a move that needs to be taken you know, for the sake of their family, it can look like a a job change. It can look like, I don't know, just a different direction or path for women. So, I mean, talk to a sister about what it takes to have that kind of conviction and to deal with the pressure that it, that it does take to turn from something that is good and move to something that could be better or best. Yeah. Oh man. Where do I start? (laughs) You know, it's one of those things where your gut is just screaming at you, right? Like it's just, you're, there's just something that's just not right. And you just, you can't ignore it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and for me personally, it was some different things that just, I wasn't connecting with within that specific company. Um, mm-hmm. I was questioning some things. I was learning a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, also it was a time when my children were getting a little bit older. Mm-hmm. And all of their activities were in the afternoons and the evenings. And I, I was missing so much of their lives. And I, you know, I, I kind of stepped into that space because I wanted that flexibility and that freedom to be able to be able, you know, to be there for my children. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was missing a lot of that. So they were in school during the day and then in the, the afternoons and evenings, they were doing their activities. So I wasn't seeing them. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, that was a huge reason why I, you know, knew I needed to make a shift. Um, it came with a lot of prayer, a lot of faith and mm. really just jumping in, even though I felt the fear anyway. You know, I, I just knew I needed to make that shift. And honestly, in the time kind of leading up, I I had been praying about something different for about a year before mm. I was even introduced to the company that I'm with right now. In, into this opportunity. So it had been a, a, some time of really some soul searching and prayer and knowing that there was something for me, but just didn't know exactly what it was going to be. Um, I had some, some, you know, I guess, um, requirements, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I wanted the next thing to be, you know, I wanted it to be flexible. I wanted it to be something that I could do for my mobile phone. Um, but I also wanted it to be something that was going to make a difference. And I didn't know what it was going to look like, but it fell into my lap. And, um, it's really what led me to where I am now. And I, and really, um, since being with this specific company, the amount of knowledge that I've gained is even, is just vast compared to where I was then. So it's just been a really, um, cool experience. And it's really just, um, you know, helped me a ton on my journey, my personal journey. So, yeah, that's gorgeous. I love it. You know, I think that there's so many of us that, are praying for a change, are praying for an answer. But when that lifeboat comes, 
we don't recognize it or we don't take the scary thing to get out of our little dinghy and get into the lifeboat, you know, because we might fall in the water a little bit or we might get a little wet. So I think that that is beautiful that you, you have been praying and you, you were looking for the answer. You were waiting for it. Yes. That's good. I was waiting for it. It was struggle though. I will say Mm -hmm. it was, it was hard during that year, kind of just having some patience and, um, you know, knowing that it just, just didn't feel right. And knowing that I had to kind of wait for whatever that might be. And, you know, questioning so many things during that process, you know? Um, but yeah, it's just jumping in, even though it's a little bit scary or a lot scary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but knowing, I think I just have learned to really trust my gut in life. And so my gut just was leaning very heavily to this when it, um, when it was presented to me. That's beautiful. So, you know, it seems like this has really created a platform for you. And I really, you know, I love network marketing. I love direct sales. It's a total vehicle for whatever that dream is that's inside of us. It's just a vehicle to get us there. So what do you think? I don't know. What what do you think that big thing is for you ahead? Or maybe it's not a big thing, but kind of what kind of dreams do you think are on the horizon for you? Oh my gosh. That is a, that is a question, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, I think for me, it's just really my biggest dream, I guess, is just to provide for my children, the experiences of life and Mm -hmm. really help them to see the world um, for themselves, as opposed to seeing what's on, on media. Mm -hmm. You know, that that's a huge thing for me and, and to be able to give, Mm -hmm. to give at a much greater um, capacity is, is something that really speaks to my heart. I love to, to help people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's just been an amazing vehicle for me for that. Um, and who knows where it'll take me, you know, I'm kind of that free spirited kind of go with it. <laughs> you <girl>. are. <laughs> yes. So, um, I kind of just roll with it, but there has to be some of those key things that, um, it's leading me to for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm, so good. Maybe you'll write a book or maybe you'll have a podcast. Or something yeah, maybe. <laughs> so beautiful. I love that. And, you know, let's just talk about women supporting women for a minute because that goes right along with it. I feel like most women and most mothers, if you get down to it, would have a similar answer right there. You know, we want the best for our children. We want them to have beautiful experiences to find out who they are and we want to give at a higher level. And I think that in this big world of social media, we can compare and despair. And, you know, there are those so-called mommy wars and this idea of competition, but yet it does seem like so many women are starting businesses and things. But yet I find that it's kind of weird in the network marketing world if a woman decides she's going to start a network marketing business, sometimes I feel like people go really quiet on her and maybe they, they don't always respond very well. So it's almost like a double standard, like sister, you need to be doing more. But when she tries to do more, you know, people don't really help her that much. So what, what do you have to say about women supporting women? How can we do a better job as leaders making the world a safer place for that woman who wants more? Oh gosh. I think, you know, first I would say empathy. I would Mm -hmm. say empathy and remembering that every single person has a story. Every single person has a struggle and a desire in their heart. And 
remembering that. I think that's the first thing because I think it allows us to stay, take a step back and really embrace people more. Um, so I think that would be first. And then also I think vulnerability goes right along with that. I think, um, you know, it's very scary to be vulnerable, but I think if women are more vulnerable and they share their stories and they share the struggles and the things that they, you know, um, are working through and walking through with others, it really just allows women as a whole to kind of step into their own greatness and, and, Mm -hmm. you know, embrace, um, their own desires and their own heart. So I think that is a huge, I think those two things are huge. Mm -hmm. um, For sure. It's good. good. Yeah. If we can just be more empathetic, like everybody has a struggle and a story that they're trying to get through, you know? Absolutely. I, I completely agree. And I think it's important to, you know, I think that it's hard to be vulnerable because I think a lot of people haven't even been vulnerable with themselves. Like I think, Oh my gosh. Yes. You know, so how can we be vulnerable with other people if we've not learned to actually look in the mirror and say, this is what has happened to me? Yes. And you know, the funny thing is, I think too, and depending on kind of what role you played, you know, growing up too, like I kind of played that protective, I was the middle child and mm. the feistier one. And, um, you know, so I kind of, I've always had that, I'm more of a fiery personality. So I've always had that kind of personality, like um, kind of protector and, and, that kind of fighter, not like I was a fighter, but I just had that more harder. Yes. More assertive, more direct, more of all that. So a lot of things I just carried. Mm-hmm. So being vulnerable for me was, I still have to remind myself to just be a little bit more vulnerable because being vulnerable when I first started to kind of understand the power of that and the, the healing of that, um, it was a challenge, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I think there's nothing like having a daughter to teach you vulnerability. Oh my gosh. Right. <laughs> 100%. Oh, my daughter teaches me all the things about vulnerability. Oh, my daughter teaches me a lot of things. Patience is definitely what she's like me, like spitting an image of me, but probably even a little bit more fiery. <laughs> she is such a mini, a mini Kelly and adorable. Oh my gosh. I love it. Yes. And I think, um, another thing that I would add to is that really to just do that self-development girl, that self-development, I think that just really helps us because, you know, a lot of us are coming into this industry or coming into entrepreneurship and we're coming in with some baggage, just like everybody else walks around with some baggage, right? (laughs) Oh, yes. (laughs) Sometimes that baggage can trigger something, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and so I think that is a, another huge thing. It's really, you know, self-reflection and, um, you know, really wanting to, to, um, have that self-improvement is another big thing too. So awesome. I completely agree with that. What have been some of your, um, some of your favorite items for personal development or whether it's a book or a process, what has kind of been your, um, journey there? Oh my gosh. I'm so collectic in that. Me too. (laughs) I love to just grab it all. So I Mm -hmm. love, you know, um, I personally like to watch video and do audio and read. <laughs> so mm-hmm. um, depending on what I'm doing that day, you know, we, we multitask when we can to get that in. And that's, what's so great is that we now have so many things like this is a space, uh, the, the space that we're in right now is such a space of sharing. 
of information. And so I think it's, it's a lot easier for us to really learn and grow because we can kind of piece that in as we go about our day. So as we're folding laundry, we can listen to a really great podcast or we can, you know, listen to, we can have a video going, we can just listen to it. Um, so yeah, you know, I, I really have a invested too. I think investing in yourself Mm -hmm. and investing in those things where, you know, you need a little bit more, um, knowledge in that area. It's, It's good to invest in it. Okay, Kelly, I can't have you on my podcast without playing a little game. Is that all right? Yeah, sure. I'm a little (laughs) bit like, ah, what's this about? But I'm all for it. You know, I'm ready to rock and roll. (laughs) Yes. All right. So this game is called What's the Shade? And it's a little bit of a makeup game in honor of you. So makeup has sometimes some very fun names. So I'm going to tell you a shade and it may or may not give you any clues. So you're just going to have to do your best. (laughs) I will say there's something from all colors of the rainbow. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. These were lips, uh, shadows. I think, yeah, these were just mainly lip and shadow colors. If that gives you any help. Okay. All right. Here we go. First one. Goodbye. Kiss. Soft pink. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Good job. Lady danger. Red. Yes. <laughs> See, you're good at this. Okay, here we go. These might get a little tricky now. Dream pot. Dream pot. Mm-hmm. Blue. Yes. <laughs> you know what's funny is I. This is kind of I love this because I've actually helped name some of our products in our company, which so. I, I don't, maybe I just have a thing for it. I kind of, my, I have that creative mind to be like, oh, this is what that kind of would look like to me. Oh I don't my know. goodness. <laughs> that is so awesome. Well, tell us what, what product did you name? I named Serendipity. Oh, okay. It's one of our, it's one of our lip colors. It's a gorgeous lip color. It yeah. is beautiful. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. You're good at this. Here we go. You ready? Yes. Humid. I would say that is an earthy, let's see, humid. I would say that's a neutral color. Ooh, close. It's a green. Green. Ooh, yeah, that would be good for green. Mm-hmm, yeah. But it was kind of like an earthy green. Oh, good. Okay. Okay. Beach nut. Beach nut is going to be a, maybe a shimmery nude. That's exactly what I thought it should be too, but nope, it was a dark lavender. That one really threw you off. Oh yeah, that was nuts. Huh. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't understand that one at all. Yeah, you know. Okay, um, <laughs> just a couple more. Candy box. Candy box. Mm, that could go a lot of different ways. Um, candy box. I would say that is. Hmm. Maybe a purple. No, it was another pink. Was it a pink? It was I was pink. debating between pink or purple. Okay, yes, I should I should mention that some of these obviously you might you know might have repeats of colors. Okay, okay. okay. Last one. Hashtag winner. Hashtag winner. I would say that is a red again. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. <laughs> awesome. All right, Kelly. So before we finish up, I just have a couple few fun questions. What are you currently listening to or reading that's inspiring? 
Um, let's see. Uh, right now, I'm actually reading Girl Code. Yep, I am actually, I just started reading that um, just last week. Um, so yeah, that's one that I'm reading. Um, another one that I really love is um, the Badass series. I love that one. Yes. It, I'm a straight shooter, so I like that one. So Kelly, I know you use essential oils. What essential oil have you been loving lately? Oh my gosh, where do I begin? Oh, I don't I know, know right? if I can narrow that down. I don't know <laughs> if I could narrow that down. Um, what is the new one that I just got? Oh, I can't remember the name of it. It's a blend and it's very feminine. Um, whisper whisper. Yes. That's a new one that I just recently got. And I really love that one. Mm -hmm. I've been really loving that. Um, talk about a safe alternative to perfume and fragrance. That one is yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, for sure. Um, yeah, I love that one. I love all the ones that are going to help my body though. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. like the peppermint and, um, you know, frankincense. I love that one Mm -hmm. too. So gosh, so many, so many, I use them daily. Love it. Me too. All right. Another fun question. What was the last thing you either bought from Target or Amazon Prime that wasn't like a house necessity, just like a fun random purchase? Um, I I just bought a, like a cover up from Amazon, like a um, beachy swim cover up from Amazon. Um, I'm, we have Amazon landing on our doorstep on the regular. (laughs) (laughs) I was like that too. It was coming multiple times a week and I had to put smack down on it. (laughs) (laughs) It's so convenient. (laughs) You know what I need to order from Amazon that I, that I learned from, from you, the nut pods for the coffee. Yes. Yes. We love those. Oh my gosh. I love those. I love those too. All right. Um, Last question. It's a little bit deeper. I mean, it could go either way. If you could go back in time, five, 10 years or more, what would you tell your younger self? Everything's going to be all right. Mm. That's what I would tell myself. Um, You know, a lot of times we can get into a place of um, worry as moms, right? Mm -hmm. And so I think that's what I would tell myself. And I continue to tell myself that, um, that everything will be okay. Mm, beautiful. Kelly, thank you so much. Before we sign off, how can people find you? Tell us how they can look you up on social media and um, be connected. Okay. So they, you can find my wellness community. It's at wildly free with a little peace sign, um, you know, hand emoji. Mm-hmm. Um, so wildly free. And then you can find me on um on Facebook at Kelly Holland Reichart. And maybe you can, I don't know if we can. I'll put that in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then um, on Instagram at Kelly Reichart. Perfect. Thank you so much for being with us today. It was awesome to chat with you. Thank you so much. I always adore hanging and chatting with you. You are a wealth of knowledge and I am just honored to be in your presence, girl. Oh, you're so sweet and very kind. Thanks, Kelly. (laughs) Yes, thank you. All right, that's a wrap. Before we sign off, I have a present for you. It's a beautiful ebook called A Better Day in the Queendom, Leah's five tips for an all-around better day. You can access it over on my website, smallqueendom.com. I hope you will enjoy that little gift from me. Next week, I get to introduce you to something really fun. It's a tool called the Enneagram, and it will change your life. So hit that subscribe button, and we will meet back here next time. Bye, friends.